Welcome to episode 54 of the Entitled Gaming Podcast. My name is Rick, and I'm joined by Zach. Hi. Pat. What's up? And Chance. Hi. Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome. We are a bi-weekly gaming podcast that aims to entertain as well as inform. We discuss the biggest gaming news, game reviews, and impressions, and talk about the gaming industry in general. Of course, we don't only talk about video games. We discuss um, movies, TVs, sometimes our favorite... Star Wars character. A controversial topic. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> What's your favorite Star Wars character? Jar Jar Binks. Get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Zach uh, is off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite Star Wars character. Probably R2-D2. I was going to go for R2 as well, because he's sassy. Um, yeah, but, exactly. What are you going to say to fuck yourself? I'm going to go for the second most sassy, which is probably Chewie. Yes, second most sassy would probably be K2SO. Oh, K2SO is fucking sweet. <laughs> I'm going to go with K2SO now. Yeah, but you have like six movies with R2. You can't possibly say your favorite. But he, one he's movie. that lovable. He, he was that person. great. <laughs> yeah, he stole that show. I would say C-3PO is pretty sassy. C-3PO has gotten so annoying. C-3PO has an attitude. He's like, a little... Oh, you're probably wondering why I have this red arm that we'll never explain. <laughs> I mean, the trailer looks like he dies. <laughs> you never know. He, he also has red eyes. He could just turn to the dark side. <laughs> what? Dark Is side there a dark side for him? Like, <laughs> like was it like a Metal Gear Solid? DC Current versus DC Current. It's like a Metal Gear Solid 4 thing where like his arm like like eventually like invades his mind and he becomes like an okay. evil red robot. <laughs> that was a great joke. No, we're not on for No, 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 no. no. Give it a little respect. No, no, we no, shouldn't. But the no. correct answer is Kylo Ren. Best character. I really like Rey. I think she's so strong she can like 1v1 anyone. <laughs> Alright. This week we will be discussing... Game delays. We'll also be uh, giving off our impressions of the Outer Worlds, as well as our impressions of uh, Microsoft's new xCloud. First off, what have you been playing, Zach? Uh, so I finally was able to dive into the Outer Worlds. because Two, when 20 it, whole minutes. It was like three hours, you check. <laughs> like, I don't know where you get this 20 minute talk. No, I, when it came out, I was in um, Indiana like that entire weekend, so I couldn't play. So, yeah, no, I was able to play some of that and then also played a bit of um, FIFA and Siege and Fortnite. So, But most of the time, of the minimal time I spent this week playing video games was on Outer Worlds. So, Back. Okay. so obviously, I've been playing Outer Worlds. We'll talk about that a little later. I've also been playing some uh, Gears, Halo, and Assassin's Creed, but we'll talk about that a little later, hint, hint. And then uh, I did get some time into Call of Duty, which looks phenomenal. I'm playing it on PC. 4K uh, HDR, 60 FPS with ray tracing. I finally got my settings tinkered with that that will work. So uh, it looks great. I've been I played like three missions of the campaign, and it's not terrible. I heard it's pretty good from what like the repeat reviews because I think IGN like did them separately, multiplayer and campaign, and yeah, people said the campaign's pretty good. Um, uh, you could always and you can also you play people on Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, there's crossplay. Cool. I have played no multiplayer yet though, because uh, with between Outer Worlds and uh, these other games, I haven't had time. But I did yesterday. Put some time into the campaign, and yeah, it's it's good so far. I've been playing Outer Worlds games. I'm looking forward to is the After Party, which Pat also wants to play. And yeah, I haven't been able to play that. Uh, I'm thinking about probably Black Friday, uh, maybe looking into that game if something that's on sale or something, and the Luigi uh, Haunted Mansion game. Also, it's what have you been playing, not what are you thinking about getting later on? Hey, hey, we're getting an insight into Chance's life. All right, what I've been playing, um, I took last Friday off just to play Outer Worlds. I've been having a blast with that. And, yeah, that's basically been my entire Xbox existence has been Outer Worlds. Also, um, I did kind of tackle some Halo 5 this week for the first time. So, I'm excited about that, but we'll touch upon that soon. All right, let's get to our first uh, subject. Recent game delays. Last of Us 2. Last of Us 2 has gotten delayed from February to May. Yeah, it was February 21st, and now it's May 29th, I believe. Yes, and as far as our predictions go, uh, Pat predicted February. Okay, so I went back and I listened to this pod, and the bet was specifically, I said, they're going to have a state of play tomorrow. It's been confirmed that Last of Us will be there. I think they're going to do a gameplay trailer, and they're going to announce a date, 
and that date will be whatever, whatever. And then we went in that t- discussion. So mm-hmm. the bet was for what they will announce for that state of place. But I don't I, think anyone, no, 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 no. Nobody was I disputing would. that, though. That's that's why we all talked about what date it would be released. Yeah. No one was disputing that there was going to be an announcement. I said it's going to be a gameplay trailer with this date, is what right. I said. So the dispute is on the date, not whether or not there was But an they still announced that date on that state of play. That's I, what the bet was for. No, I understand, but then they made another announcement. So that announcement is null and void. No. That announcement is incorrect. We didn't make a bet on what the next announcement was going to be. We, we made a bet on what that state yeah. of play announcement was going to be. But when the parameters change, when the announcement they didn't they, change. The bet is still the same. Oh my god! They didn't go back in time and change that state of play. That's not the point. It'd be that 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 announcement was still incorrect. Then they yeah. announced it. We no, the Tugpod legal team is like, fuck this because you guys was fuck the Tugpod. The bet was never full. This game will be released on this date. The the, the bet was always they were going to announce. On this state of play, the the release date will be. That's this. basically betting on the release date. You're just arguing no, semantics. No, it's not. Like, it's you not. are arguing semantics. We are betting on when I, it will be released. I have conferred sure. with the commissioner. You cannot confer. He agrees with me. No, there is no commissioner, and you are saying you are your own commissioner. Yes, you're not going to go by that busted ass lie. Why? Like, <laughs> All right. Any listeners out there want to weigh in? Please email us at tugpod at gmail.com. I, and, uh, it's the Untitled Gaming Podcast. Oh, is it the Untitled Gaming Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? The, the, the email is the Untitled Gaming uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. If you email tugpod at gmail.com, you'll be emailing different people. <laughs> yeah, tell them, tell them about it. <laughs> I'm out of pizza, all right? No, I, I, I completely disagree I don't disagree know why Zach you. is even arguing this. He has the least amount. He was at October or something. Yeah, and all, as far as I'm concerned, I'm even closer now. They've delayed it to he May. Said Mar- he said April. Yeah, and they've delayed it past April, and now they could delay it again. And he's the closest. You're yeah. still the furthest away. But they could still You're delay it. You're five months away But still. they could still delay it again. I'm closer than you still. <laughs> They're not going to delay it again. But we don't know that. Well, I'm I'm fine with a game getting delayed, and I'm fine with Last of Us being delayed. Like we've waited like what four years at this point. It was announced like th- two, three years ago. So I'm fine with it being delayed. What I'm not fine with is announcing February 21st, and then two weeks later being like, "No, fuck, we fucked that up so badly. <laughs> it's gonna be May 29th now. Something came up. No, you knew this game was not gonna make that date when you announced that date. Just don't announce the date yet, then." They did the same thing with God of War. God of War was delayed like two weeks, so it wasn't as bad. But they need to stop announcing games before they're ready, like before they know they're going to make that date. Fucking, like, look at Nintendo. They haven't announced a date for Paper Mario, and they will announce it when they know it's ready. Fucking Nintendo. Have it be ready already. God damn. That is the logic I just employed. They will announce it when it's ready. Yeah, but they're not... Like, when it's... They know they're going to hit that date. Not, like, when it's completed. I don't want them to say Paper Mario comes out tomorrow. Well, to me, it's fine. Because I'm getting it. You better be okay with it. I I don't want them to do that because that might jeopardize some sales early on. Mm -hmm. You need them marketing. Like, why, why do movies take so long to, like, have multiple trailers come out? Why Why do they just do it? Oh, it comes out tomorrow. You have to find that happy medium because if you don't show enough, you're not going to get people interested. But if like, you show too much, they're like, oh, I've seen the movie. Like a bikini. You know, it hides just enough. <laughs> right. Well, uh, with games, it's like a normal game is like announced, what, a year, two years before? Something in the other. case of Death Stranding, it could be like four years of buildup before they even have an engine ready. Uh, uh, Last of Us has been a couple years. Uh, I like what Ubisoft's been doing recently. Like, mm-hmm. this game will be out in... Eight months. Of course, they just just delayed. Delayed. Yeah, they just delayed. Maybe that's a poor <laughs> example to use, but yeah, like we alluded to before, Watch Dogs Legion has now been delayed. So there was an investor meeting for Ubisoft, and they said Watch Dogs Legion, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and Gods and Monsters have been pushed from the 2020, 2020 to twenty twenty one fiscal year. Uh, so they were originally Gods and Monsters was originally February. Quarantine, they hadn't said, but there was going to be this fiscal year. And then Watch Dogs was in no, March. March of March. 2020. So now it's been delayed. And they also announced that those games will be cross-gen now. Actually, hats off to Yves Guillemot. He, in this investor meeting, said, we're doing this because of the bad, both critical and like gamer reception of Point. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Ghost Recon Breakpoint came out and it underperformed like <laughs> both critically and commercially. I think his exact words were, it was a disaster. 
So for this, this is the fucking CEO of your company. They, they just need to stop making Ghost yeah. Recons. This is the second straight like, Ghost Recon. I think apparently they no. thought like, like Division Two. Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands did surprise. It was like the best selling game that year. Surprisingly, did well. It had long legs. It was like one of their like uh, Siege or uh, or Honor like, games, like the games that they keep supporting and keep selling, and actually has a bigger player base eight months in than it did at launch. So. I think those hardcore people wanted another Wildlands like game, like a more, more detailed, maybe a little less as repetitive. And now they, they added very armor. RPG, they yeah. made it armor. They made it gear like, score, like Odyssey and stuff, or something. Yeah, like they gorgeous. added a, a bunch of elements from a different things, and they took it a completely different direction. So what he's saying is like, we're going to support that game and make that a game that you want to play. So he's like, we're doubling down on that. We're we're not abandoning this game. And then we're also delaying these games so that same thing doesn't happen and we give them time to become good games. So hats off to him. Like just to be that like blatantly honest and you know, just say that. It. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't really see that from game companies. So So I, I think that's actually a positive thing. And I assumed Watchdog Legions would, would be uh, cross gen to begin with, but now it's confirmed. So I'm definitely gonna wait to play that on the Scarlet. Yeah, do you think uh, some of these might be as a result of uh, the next gen consoles getting release dates and such? You know, like, potentially hey, help maybe sales putting it on a next gen console cycle. Yeah, I mean, we saw with between PS3 to PS4, a lot of people double dipped, and a lot of developers wanted you to double dip. Like they they released uh, Black Flag. You could buy the PS3 version mm-hmm. or the PS4 version, and I think there was some sort of upgrade. Like deal, yeah. So like, if you bought the PS3, because it can't, it was like a couple week difference where you could buy the PS3, and then the PS4 came out. So I'm assuming they'll do something like that. Although Scarlet has said all games are backwards compatible, so I don't know how that's gonna work. Maybe it's like you can play Legion Xbox One version on Scarlet, but it'll still be the Xbox One version. Whether as if you get the Xbox Scarlet version, it'll have all the bells and whistles of next gen, like. Ray tracing, higher frame rate, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. I'm excited for Legion. Legion, that is a very ambitious game where you can play as any NPC. So take your time. What's the news? What's the news? Not slow news. Let's do it. Let's keep this train rolling on this Breakfast Podcast. Breakfast Pod? Thank you. Yeah, if you guys are wondering. Why we're not like as talkative because we are doing a morning podcast this time because our schedules just worked out that way. We we actually really don't have an excuse. It's only like nine a.m. It's not like we were up at the early at the crack of dawn. I woke up this. at six in preparation for this. You just t- you told us earlier you woke up at seven. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Do not don't call me out of my lies. I'm an audience. I will. First of all, they're not lies. I will absolutely <laughs> call you out if you spend most of this podcast calling us out for our shit. Uh, morning pods are a lot like NPR, but with some yelling. All right, Witcher gets a December 20th Netflix release date. I'm sure Pat's incredibly excited. Well, I still don't like Henry Cavill, but they have that bathtub scene from The Witcher 3, so I'm sold. Uh, It looks interesting, but there's a lot of shows coming out soon that I'm interested in watching as well. I'm excited to go see Star Wars in theaters and come home and binge Netflix. All right, Fallout 76 has some new controversy uh, involving a class war amongst the premium players and the regular players. Wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah, people who have bought the subscription have a little mark on them, so the other people who don't have a subscription are hunting them down. <laughs> to kill them. That's incredible. <laughs> Fallout 76 has just been a disaster since launch, and ridiculous how the game's still going on right now. Kill the rich. Dave Beidhoff and D.B. Vice exit uh, Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves. So, they rushed, allegedly rushed, Game of Thrones season seven and eight to work on Star Wars, and now they're not fucking working on Star Wars. They shot themselves in the foot. Their Game of Thrones in the head. They cut off the <laughs> head. <laughs> they squashed Game of Thrones. <laughs> All right, 2022 Spider-Man of the Spider-Verse sequel. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm pumped. I can't wait to see that. Uh, PS4 jumps Wii and PS1 on list of all-time best-selling consoles. No, oh, good for them. And they said console gaming was dying. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you can get on your Sony soapbox here and enjoy yourself. And that was not so news. Thank you very much. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm hosting. 
I'm used to just mic dropping and then like done. All right, now we're on to Outer Worlds Impressions. Uh, it came out last Friday, uh, what October twenty fourth. Oh, I thought you guys said Friday. Now I'm just lost. Friday is the official release day, but now everything comes out. Like it unlocked at nine p.m. Uh, or no, 12, 12 midnight for consoles, seven p.m. for PC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you so, just said they the console gaming was dead, but then you're having a PC. I'm platform agnostic, all right? No, I understand that, but you're like Italy. You just switched. <laughs> you're gonna be. Hey, I will switch to whoever. Plays <laughs> it's just funny. Like, if that you're out there, you want to sponsor an episode of Dogpod. It's just like how quickly you can <laughs> Oh, it's, I have no allegiance to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go around the circle and see how far we've gotten. Zach, how was your first 20 minutes? It was three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want this to be spoiler-free? Well, I mean, that's not too spoiler We can right? do minor spoilers. The game and came the first out a planet, week ago. Like, yeah, so the game nice. came out a week ago. So. Honestly, the, the whole point of this, the new direction of Tugbot, is we're going to be doing more discussion-focused. So from my... First 20 minutes. Three hours! <laughs> from my... We'll just call it first gameplay session, because that's really all I was able to do. What, what I, kind what, of character did you build? I went down the uh, like tech and charisma route with my initial stats, so like... Uh, persuasion and then like science medical like those were the like base stats that had the initial beefed up are you playing good guy bad guy thus far I have psychopath uh, (laughs) no thus far I have been primarily good with with people who have had an attitude with me I've been kind of churlish with Uh, but like Speaking of that, like a lot of the, it's really incredible, like how versatile a lot of these dialogue options are, and that's like the first thing that like really struck me because like playing playing Greedfall and then playing this and kind of like juxtaposing them, this has like way like more deeper discussion and it's much more interesting. The writing is better. The writing is significantly (laughs) better, obviously, and obviously they have the resources and that kind of stuff, but it's also like the way they've like they deliver the messages as well and the acting of it is really nice and it's really seamless and it's really fluid and you can see like tone and attitude changes with the npcs and all that kind of stuff as you're having your dialogue discussion so that's like really because the first guy you talked to i didn't talk to him i shot him right you shot him but there's like a there's like a guy that's like injured who works for spacer's choice or whatever and you can go talk to him and i patched him up and helped him and he gave me his gun and a saber and all that kind of stuff which i guess you can just get if you just kill them anyway and then the very the very first thing you can say is you're a fucking idiot what are you doing down here so i read that and then well that's bad if bad even gets to this point without just killing the man that's what he's gonna think so yeah, no, I've been primarily like a good person thus far. Uh, before we even talk about that, when you're actually making your character and the, the scientist is just commenting on your choices, yeah. that was hilarious so too. My my aptitude, I picked no discernible aptitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I clicked on it a couple of times to see what he would say. And like at first, the scientist was like, oh, uh, he was like, Oh, we, you, you'll be fine. Like You'll have a good aptitude. We'll figure out what's good for you. And the other one is like, you, maybe you are just a waste. <laughs> like, Jesus, God. So. Yeah, I picked uh, scientist class A. And he's like, oh, yeah, test subject. <laughs> <laughs> That's what class A is. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> what about you? I went more of like gunplay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I went more for like the marksmanship and like uh, a little bit of like the... Um, what was your aptitude though? Uh, oh yeah, the, ma- mascot. No, the mascot. Yeah, yeah. mascot. Well, there's like it's just a little like a point of inspiration. I don't yeah. know why. To me, it was like aptitude bonuses, bonuses are, are like minimal. I think they're just mostly doing it to just have a backstory. Yeah, just have a funny backstory because mm. it's it's mentioned in the story. Like at certain points, they're like you're a scientist. What do you think? Oh yeah, you're a test subject. Never mind. <laughs> Stuff like that. So. What about you, Rick? I was, uh, I think, a beverage distrib- or be- beverage maker, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, I just wanted to reflect real life, so I think it's just like a bartender. I was once a bartender. But yeah, I, I much like Chance, I went more gun heavy. I was going to decide between gun and melee, I just kept getting better guns than I got melee weapons, so... I also did gun focus, and the reason was because I tried melee, and the melee seemed a little, like archaic like you have to finish the animation if you melee someone mm-hmm. before you can do anything else and a lot of the gameplay is kind of like that like when you're doing your inhaler you can't like stop in the middle of combat or you can't like run and reload at the same time so some of the gameplay does feel like older like they yeah. haven't had as many advancements as like current 
first player or first person shooters, but the guns definitely felt better than the melee. So yeah, I, I went like I wish they would have added like stealth kills. They did. Oh, there's stealth kills in there. I I, I snuck up behind someone and it didn't come in. If you have your well, sneak you, up, so yeah, you're you saying if to. you hit them, you do extra damage. Yes, right? I'm talking about like hitting them and then like they like. Like I guess if your if your stats high enough or something, or maybe if you do put if more you points do enough stealth, damage, you can do like almost like an automatic kill or like knockout well, or something. If and you, then you can like move their body or something like if that. If you do enough damage for a one hit kill, it'll go into like this animation or like this slow motion or whatever. I've had that happen a few times. Yeah. Even with guns, it's the same way. Like even if you do a sneak attack, like does it alert people? Like I mean, I guess it shouldn't. But no, if, as long as like you're not. I, I didn't rocket launcher. That's like one of my lowest stats is sneaking. <laughs> so like I guess like I mean you're sneaking. I, I just feel like I don't know enough. if they would just like melee weapons are quiet. Okay, well I mean that's the thing like you have to kill them like on the first swing or people are gonna know. Yeah, yeah. I just wish like if there was like a button to where I guess instead of just, like, having to get your stats high, you can like, do an assassination right. and like maybe move their body or something into like you know what I mean. Just add, I guess you can go super stealthy because I don't think you can like move anything in the game mm. like Fallout where you can like no. move stuff. What kind of guns did you guys like use mostly? Because there's assault rifles, there's handguns, there's grenade launchers. There's I, I got the rifles. yeah. Like I watched you play and machine gun. I didn't see the plasma stuff. I so when I got that for the first time, I'm like, well, this thing shreds, and and I just like tinkered the gun so like it did more damage, and I like shred stuff. I was like, well, this makes the game super easy. Holy shit! I mean, at least where I'm at, but like, um, I just like made it stronger, and I was like two, three shotting stuff. I did use another gun. I started using the marksman or the dead eye gun, where it's kind of like a single, like a semi-automatic. The dead eye assault rifle. Assault rifle. Yeah, um, that's what I mained mostly. Yeah, I might. I I just got that, and I think I'm making it stronger. I want to like use it. Yeah, I did. I did enough uh, stats in my sneak, just enough to unlock that sneak attack. So I met. I'm long range kind of with that dead eye assault rifle. All I have to do is I have to crouch, so I'm in sneak mode, and now I do extra damage when I snipe somebody. Right. But if I'm standing, I'm not in sneak mode, so I do regular damage. So I'm like, well, just I need to get this to 50, and then I can do that extra damage. So like you can do that, and then if you put points in the guns, you do like more crit, like when you hit people in the head. And yeah. Stuff. So you can do like massive damage. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're talking about gameplay right now. What did you guys think of gameplay? I know Rick, you probably put the most time besides me. Uh, I. I really enjoyed the gameplay, um, especially when you compare it to maybe like Fallout 4. Um, I know we talked about dialogue options uh, more in depth. That was great, especially in comparison, because the you know, way Fallout games were, they did have those more detailed, more kind of less ambiguous dialogue options. Tactical time dilation? What did you think of that? I thought it was cool. It was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like Vats, but not exactly Vats. So it, yeah, because Vats, some... you're aiming at different body parts, yep. and it has, like, the probability or whatever. Yeah. This feels like you're more in control. I mean, you can yeah. still do that, but it doesn't, like, get the percentages or anything, right? You yeah, can, it's like, all, like, people's legs I'm off. I'm sure there's dice rolls behind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> different effects. So if you aim for the head, it might blind them. Yep, or stagger you, them yeah, or, or knock them down. them. If you shoot them in the leg, they'll just fall over and stuff. All right, now that being said, uh, like... Going back to the dialogue thing, sorry, I know we're going on a different tangent. And I know this is one of your biggest pet peeves for games. I wish... Silent Protagonist. Yeah. yeah. Especially with how in-depth the dialogue is, I was really hoping, even if it was just a generic I think that's for the reason, because this is not a super high-budget game. Right, there are so many different things you could say. They would have needed like, to have like someone record hundreds of hours of different dialogue in right. different ways, so that, that's why they didn't do it, but... yeah, yeah but So that, that would have been cool. But even, even that notwithstanding, that's still... like actually, Yeah. And, and the gameplay is still pretty fluid, even despite some of the archaic animation. And stuff like that. It's still pretty fluid. One thing I did notice is, like, I ran into the invisible walls a lot. Because mm. normally, like, it's not open world. Like, right. Fallout, you can go anywhere, do anything in this one singular location. This is the outer worlds. So there's multiple different worlds. But each map is, like, much smaller. It's linear. Than it's not, I wouldn't say linear, but I'd but say But I mean, like, like the, yeah, it's like you're in a certain zone. It's like a zone. And it's, it's like a like, smaller map compared yeah, to, like, Fallout and stuff. Where, like, you can get lost. Like, you play Fallout, you get out to the open world, and you're like, do whatever that. Yeah. It's like, open, like, to anything. And with Fallout and Skyrim and stuff, there is a lot more verticality. Here, there wasn't as much. There's ledges that I thought I should have been able to jump on, and, like, I hit an invisible wall, and I fell. And mm. there's, like, four boxes laid up that, like, hey... I could jump on this to get to the roof, but then I get to the top and I can't get on the roof. So I'm like, why are those boxes there in that way to make it seem like I can get on the roof? So Maybe some of those design like choices and stuff. I mean, like, one thing, I did, like, the double jump, I think was, like, not mm -hmm. that great. Like, 
when you can like double tap A or you, you dodge. Yeah, that's mostly for dodging in combat, not actually for traversal. Yeah, I just feel like it. I don't know. I try to use it, and it's like not very effective or like. I find it effective. You have, to like, probably, you have to like press it once and then press it again in a direction, which I feel like I wish it was like. Well, you just double tap A and he'll just move back. I use yeah. that a lot because I was ranged. So if the melee people like came like right at me, I had to like melee them and then double tap to get back and then shoot them in the head. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's like I tried to use it forward and my guy like didn't. Like, I don't know. I was like running forward mm-hmm. and I tried to like double tap forward to see if I can't like jump forward and like I didn't. Yeah, it's mostly for. So it's combat. more for like sideways and backwards. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, like I said, like you beat the whole game and like all your stats are high, but like do they have like a movement? I know they have a. Like, yeah, like, you a, can get a perk that increases your movement speed. Like it would be interesting if you could like jump high or dodge better. Or no, like anything like that. Like that'd be kind of interesting if they. The game isn't made for you to have like. Different well, I'm saying traversal. like in the next one, like if. Well, yeah, the next for the one, sequel, like that'd be kind of cool if like if you had points in that, you can get to places that you can like, you can get to places without having to hack into it or something. Yeah. Because like you can platform there or something. I'm, I'm sure really it's it's budget concerns because the for the budget that this game is, this game is great, but. Now that they're part of Microsoft, I'm not sure where the whole IP lies, if it is like private division that owns it uh, and Obsidian just developed it, or if Obsidian owns the IP, now Microsoft owns the IP, so now they can put more budget behind it and Outer Worlds 2 is going to be this massive AAA game. I really hope that's the case, but if private division owns it, I'm sure this has been a success enough that they'll just get someone else to develop the sequel. And then Obsidian is free to work on something else. But I'd really love to see Outer Worlds 2 more Fallout, like open yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where I think this game is going to be really good because I think it's stealing all the Fallout Skyrim fans and stuff from Bethesda. Oh, yeah. Especially, because they're, like, going downhill. And it's, like, this is, like, what we wanted. Like, especially it's still not as detailed or open, but, like, it's what we wanted. Like, it's more, like, of what people were looking for. Especially with 76, like, stepping on all the rakes. Like, they, <laughs> like you all hear about them every week about how they're game is so buggy how they're making people pay a hundred dollars for a subscription for servers and that's what people want private servers yeah i don't know it's just they keep shooting themselves like every week or i keep hearing bad stories about them and like yeah which, outer worlds are going to steal all that which all is the customers. best marketing outer worlds can get <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you can't buy marketing that good right <laughs> that that's where i think it was a little lacking gameplay wise uh i did play on hard to you played on hard as well? I played on hard, yeah. Normal. Normal. Have you found it a little too easy on normal? Because I'm finding it, like, not hard at all on hard. And honestly, it's it's pretty easy on normal. Like, I think I've died a couple times, and mainly that's from misjudging a, a ledge. Landing, or I guess the jump physics need to be nerfed a little bit. Yeah. You'll fall off, and then, like, half your health will be gone. Yeah. And Oh, yeah, you take damage, and it's, like, not even that high. How I play, though, uh, especially for, like, you know, I guess me being more medium player... Um, I like to run in with a shotgun or an assault rifle and just like go into the heart of battle and just Leroy Jenkins it. That's how I play most of these games. Uh, Fallout, I have just a double-handed Dax or whatever, and usually I die a few times. But this one, I haven't really died as much as I feel I should have for playing on like normal. Yes, it's like a little easier. The only time I've had like a real difficulty spike is the last mission. No spoilers, but they're throwing a bunch of stuff at you. I died like three or four times when I like hadn't died for like so long before that. That that was the only time where I'm like, I have to play this smarter than I normally would do. Like I have to sneak and take out a couple people and then like plan out my attack versus just going in, like shooting someone from super far away and starting the battle with everybody right away that I did throughout the rest of the game. 30 is the max. I was like 29 when I did the last mission and I became 30 halfway through. So I don't think I was under leveled. I think it's just, they made that mission last mission harder on purpose. I'm not sure why. Did you guys run into any bugs? I know you've only played 20 minutes, but three hours. (laughs) My God. No, not at all. Actually. I'm sure there are some, but like, I didn't, I mean, like I said, I've only played for a couple hours, so I haven't, I don't think there's really that too many at all. So you guys are all playing on Xbox, right? Yes. I'm playing on PC, and I did run into a bug that I thought was pretty game massive. Breaking? It's not game-breaking. There's two different points where the second I talked to a person, it crashed. No mm. matter what I did. And I like tried restarting my computer. I changed the settings. I did everything. I changed monitors. Whatever I did, I talked to two separate people, and it crashed. Well, one of them was talking to someone, got the, the crash to happen. The other one was just going into a room 
caused the crash to happen. And I think I know I isolated what the reason was. You know the disguise thing you can do? Yeah, where you, the shroud. Yeah, you get the shroud, and then whenever you walk into an area, it's like you can't turn it on or off. But whenever you walk into an area that oh, is you restricted... Can't? No, it, it does it, it, does it automatically. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, how the fuck do I get this to work? And yeah. Then, mm. So if, as long as you have an ID card that fits it, whatever thing you walk into, you you are disguised for that as long as that meter is. So I was in a room where I was under a disguise and I try to talk to this guy and it crashes. So what I had to do is I needed a quest item for him because this was a mainline quest. So I had to just crouch and steal the item I needed from him. And then not talk to him at all and just keep going, which normally I would have talked to this guy because he's like a main character or whatever. The other one was another main quest, the very last quest. The second I went into a room, it crashed because I was in disguise. And when I walked into this room, it would trigger a cutscene or like a talking scene. And that's why it would crash. So I'm like, that's the reason. Whenever you're under a disguise and you're talking to someone who's like a main character person, it crashes. So the way I got around was that was I, I, I opened the door, I stood outside the room, and I just shot him. <laughs> and then he came out the room, and then there was obviously no conversation because, you know, he's shooting or whatever. So uh, I had to just kill him, and I couldn't talk to him either, which I would have normally talked to him on a playthrough because he's like a main person. So that kind of sucked. And I'm like, you this is... You wonder if that would be different on Xbox? Well, I, I don't know. It might be different on Xbox. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you guys about that later when, when you guys get to that part. But that was definitely a huge bug that they need to fix because if I do another playthrough, I don't want to resort to, you know, stealing and killing. You? No. You, oh, yeah. You're I, a saint. I want to talk to the person because my whole thing. I, you I have played, to talk to them before they kill you, well, before you kill them. I played as a psychopath, but not like a, a, a straight-out murderer. <laughs> I killed people when it was beneficial to me. So I want to talk to this, these people, see if they can give me a reward or XP before I kill them. That's my whole thing. If I do my second playthrough, maybe, I'll, maybe I should do it on Xbox then, or they patch a PC version, hopefully. But that was literally the only bug I ran into. Nothing else where it was like, you know, usually Fallout or Skyrim games have like a lot of bugs when they launch. Like we talked about, like Skyrim, the troll hitting you and you go and flying and game breaking stuff where you're putting stuff in a locker and it like disappears or whatever and fallout and stuff so surprisingly well polished for a low budget game let's talk about companions so like mass effect you have companions that have like companion missions uh unlike mass effect though these companions add to your actual stats provardi the first companion, companion you, you get yeah. Here, yeah she is an engineer and she can lock pick uh, and I think Persuade as well. So she'll increase your engineering, your lockpicking, and your Persuade just for having her on your team. And then other companions are uh, good at, like, lying or, you know, um, intelligence or medical or intimidate, all those things. I thought that was a really interesting way because you can kind of build your character the way you want. And then you can have a companion that just complements those. So, like, you're super high in a stat or you can have it that you're more rounded out or whatever. Like there was a, a point in the game where I didn't have enough uh, medical to do something. So all I did was I got the companion who's super high in medical. And then I drank a couple of things that increase my medical stat. That's also a thing that they've done. So different things have different stats. So like if you drink a lot of uh, alcohol, your charm will go up, but then your intelligence will go down and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of, for the moment, change how your character is without changing your full build or restarting or anything. So I Temporarily a, changing your stats. I thought that was a really interesting gameplay innovation that I'm surprised more people haven't done yet because it seems like such a simple idea. But I will say this, though. None of the Companions missions are as memorable as some of the Mass Effect missions. Their their missions are much more memorable. Those characters are written in such a way. Like, out of uh, Outer Worlds, there was two, maybe three companions that I pretty much stuck with throughout the whole game. I only used the others when I needed their stat bonuses. I did the campaign, the companion missions for all of them. But, like, the Vicar, not an interesting character to me at all. Nope. Um, same with Felix. Yeah, you can, like, straight up... I feel, I feel like a lot of people just straight up, like, dismiss him and, like, just don't even get him as a companion or, like, get rid of him. I think I used him for his lying or something like that. Yeah. Because he's a sneaky bastard. Yeah, so... 
Yeah, I that's mean, a thing they can improve on. Just better writing for the companion yeah. quests. The interesting thing about this game is though you can kill anybody. Well, except one person. So you can kill anybody and except yourself. No, you can kill yourself. You can kill yourself. Well, I mean, like permanently. I mean, you should still kill yourself. There's only one person you cannot kill at all. That's the doctor. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, the, the scientist you can't kill. Like, you can make this game as short as you want just by killing the right people. Like, all the quest givers, all the chain yeah. quest givers, you probably could just blow through this game. So, the whole point of this game is to help the scientist further the colony by, un, like, unfreezing the rest of your people that you were frozen with. Mm-hmm. But, literally, the the second place you go to, the Groundbreaker, you can go to the corporation's headquarters and turn in... That's what I'm thinking. Like, you could give him away. Yeah. I'm like, would that end the game? I'm not going to do that. We it would like, make it shorter, but there are other... Like, I, I looked into it. There are other things that unlock that you won't get if you don't turn in the, the person. So the next playthrough I do, I want to turn in the scientist and see how that plays out. But, yeah, I, I really like how different this game is because i saw a lot of people have like different things like someone's like oh yeah it took me 10 hours to beat this someone's like it took me 15 someone's like oh 20 i personally spent 26 hours but i did a lot of it like i did everything i played on hard but you can finish this game in like eight or ten hours depending on who you kill like and which you missions through, you yeah, want to do branch yeah. you go through so i think that's a, a pretty it, it does have a lot of replayability that way so yeah i think i probably cost myself like at least three more hours on monarch just like, oh, well, let's like resolve everything the best we can and going back and forth on these fetch missions. And then, yeah, oh my God, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fun game. Yeah. You should play more. And there's, play three <laughs> play 20 there's multiple ways to do stuff. Like there's this one thing to get to Monarch. They're like, you need to spend $10,000 to get to this, get this key. And I did all the missions for her and I thought she would just give me the key, but no, she just gave me $10,000. So I'm like. Fuck you! I'm not buying. I'm not buying this key. Is there another way for me to get to Monarch? And there was really, and I did, <laughs> and I kept the ten thousand. So yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so I knew there would be, but I guess it I was, didn't know how. Like I, I think added. I added like yeah two hours to my playthrough doing it that way. But I mean that's ten thousand. But that also gave me that. yeah ten thousand dollars, a lot more experience, and it helped me later on in Monarch. Like the thing you were saying, like doing the fetch quest stuff. Mm-hmm. I had already pretty much done it by the time i got to that all right i can't wait for our spoiler review of this because i'm like wait what did you do <laughs> yeah game game of the year material i think it's definitely going to be in the discussion the metacritic it's sitting at 86 i think right now i would probably give it like an 89 an 8.9 i go on the the 10 point scale right? i'm already enjoying it more than greedful <laughs> obviously <laughs> not that way without saying that's going to be pretty obvious it does so much so well and it's exactly the right amount and everything like the 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 playtime is great and stuff uh the thing it kind of stumbles at the end i don't want to give away any spoilers but there are some things where i'm like really and uh like i said some of the gameplay seems a little archaic so it loses some points for me for that reason but it's still a phenomenal game and if you are a fan of rpgs or if you just want a fallout this gen that is like an old school Fallout. You should definitely play Outer Worlds, especially if you have Game Pass. Pay right. the dollar, get a month. Yeah, I don't play this game. At this point, like if you have an Xbox, you don't have Game Pass. It's just kind of like if you have PC. You oh yeah, Game Pass. PC yeah. too. Yeah, no, it's just kind of like I got this game for free with Game Pass. I think all of us did here. So I'm definitely any DLC that comes out, I am definitely buying yeah, and playing through. Absolutely, especially because I get like 10 percent off because I have Game Pass. Community questions. Huh? Anyway, so for community questions, what we do, we will go on social media, typically Reddit, and we will ask a question to the community. This week I cheated <laughs> because you sent me one, which was brilliant. It was so brilliant that I could not not use it. So I, I found a question that somebody had asked on Ask Reddit I that was gaming related. Yes. And, and it was I sent it to Zach. I'm like, why aren't you doing shit like this? So then I proceeded to send him a gift from Workaholics. And you're like... I'm doing my best or whatever, and I sent you a gift, so I'm like, do better! Yeah, and I'm like, I'm trying, it's harder than it looks! And then Pat was like, there's no better conversation that, like, encapsulates our friendship. (laughs) So the question, which we will give credit to, the user is Veiled Virtuosa. Without saying the title, what's your favorite video game? So examples we've got here. um, Gobbler6000 says Wolves Hunt in Packs. 
Capra Crazy said situation log updated. So yes, so your favorite just using quotes, or there's a couple of ones that people actually described the game, yeah. like describe a movie badly or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy, tiny dragon saves big dragons. <laughs> <laughs> what a save! What a save! What a save! Chat disabled for three seconds. Oh, this one's nice. Oh, uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. This one's nice. Protocol one, link to pilot. Protocol two, uphold the mission. Protocol three, protect the pilot. Protocol <laughs> two. two. Yes. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right. Go around the world. You make a lot of friends, and they all leave you. It's a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> Go around the world, make a lot of friends, they all leave you. Yeah. Should we know what his favorite video game is? We should know what his favorite video game is. Zelda? <laughs> Ocarina of Time? You. Yep. Uh, I guess, yeah, the, the sages. Yeah. At the end, like you're just left, and all your friends are fucking gone, including the princess. And you're like, "Well, I guess I have the lawn lawn milk girl," and, then, and that's your life now. All right, Chance. What about you? Without saying the title, what's your favorite video game? Um, I think it would be uh, uh, Mission Failed. We'll get him next time. Star Fox. It's also a meme, so it's got to be COD. COD Modern Warfare, the original. Yeah. Yes. A bearded homeless man wanders the world, killing monsters. I mean, we all know your favorite video game is The Witcher 3. Yeah. Like, we, we, this has been discussed at nauseum. Like, <laughs> so it doesn't really work for us. Right. But still. And, like, obviously, like, mine would be Italian plumber with shells kicks ball into goal. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, FIFA. FIFA. Witcher Mario 3? Strikers? Super Mario Strikers. Ah, uh, wait. Paper Mario? Um, Strikers? Rocket League? Fortnite. Rocket League. Fuck loves, you. You love Fortnite. Yeah. But for a game that's <laughs> you, like, you just need to do the dance. You don't even have to like say what it is. Fortnite is not my favorite video game. <laughs> <laughs> this next subject is motherfucking XCloud. We got, I guess, accepted to trial the XCloud on the beta. So it was the last uh, inside Xbox. It was the last inside, inside Xbox. Xbox. No way. The same day that they had the Last of Us 2 reveal, right? They announced, like, hey, uh, beta signups are going live. You can sign up. It'll include four games, which is Gears 5, Halo 5, Sea of Thieves, and uh, Killer Instinct. So you can play those games. The beta is going to go on as long as they need it to, and then they'll, they're going to be inviting people in waves. So I think we all signed up, right? Or I don't know if Chance did. But For what? The XCloud? The, the beta? No, I didn't do it. Right. Well, we well, all signed exactly up. Didn't, didn't. I, didn't. I think we, had, we needed an Android for at least that round. Oh, shit, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we it was going to be initially on Android, too. So, yeah, um, we signed up, and me and Rick got in last week. So we've been playing, and what you need is you need an Android phone. You need a wireless Bluetooth Xbox controller. Which you can get on Amazon for thirty nine ninety nine. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> and uh, you just need a Wi-Fi or a mobile data connection. And we tried it out. So the the when we first started, it was just the xCloud stuff. So... I played on my home Wi-Fi, and I was surprised at how well it was working. I, I jumped right into a game of Halo 5. There is some lag. It is noticeable that there is lag. It's obviously not as good as you're playing on your phone or on your uh, console, but it's surprisingly manageable. And after two or three games, I got used to it where I was actually doing well and killing people who I assume weren't on xCloud because there's no indicator whether or not on xCloud. It's basically you get the Xbox dashboard and everything on your phone. You can join a party. You just have to have a mic to talk to. You earn achievements. You Your your progress carries over. Everything. And it works surprisingly well. Like, I'm impressed that it's working this well. What about you, Rick? I'm enjoying it. It's, I'm, I'm also very impressed that it works that well. The graphics are... I think they're very, very good. Sometimes I, I did kind of set test it out. I went to a bar that had kind of shitty Wi-Fi, and the controls were a little unresponsive, um, especially playing Gears 5. I'm pretty sure I almost ended up like, down a hole a few times. But, yeah, uh, so far, so great, as long as the Wi-Fi is really good. I just found out today that you can go off your mobile data, so I'm going to test it out um, not at work. The, the minimum that they recommend is 10 Mbps, but... They say like 30 for optimal experience. Uh, I've, I think my mobile data last time I checked was 30. Uh, so 
it works well. It, it's obviously better on my home Wi-Fi. Uh, there's also console streaming. Um, but before we get into that, so you played Gears. Did you play anything else? Played Gears. I played Halo Five. I've yet to play Sea of Thieves or uh, Killer Instinct. Yeah, I tried Gears, Halo Five, and Killer Instinct. I don't. I haven't played Sea of Thieves yet. But I think Sea of Thieves is the one where uh, lag will work out. Like it, it'll be the least intrusive versus the others. Uh, I was actually able to do active reloads most of the time on Gears, and that's the thing I was worried about. Like if they're you have to time that perfectly right to get the active reload, and if there is a lag, then you won't ever be able to do that. But mm. it was working well. It's definitely playable. I can. I, I don't think this should be your optimal way to play a game. Like Stadia is saying, like you won't even need a console. I think this is a good like in case too. of emergency or like you know if you're bored at work. You know, <laughs> when when you guys were trying to get into a party with me last night. That was through the xCloud and everything? Yeah, so that was through xCloud. Uh, I was able to join your party, Mm -hmm. but because I didn't have a mic plugged into my controller, it wouldn't let me talk. Okay. I could hear you through the speakers on my phone. Okay. But it wouldn't register the mic on the phone as a way for me to talk. Okay. But I think that's just because it's in beta. Right. So that's not something that they're focused on right now. They just want to get the... Yeah, because when I I joined your party, I, I couldn't hear anything from your end, which makes sense. So yeah, so far so good. Uh, will this last for forever? So the beta they said is going to go for on as long as they needed forever. to. They also, two days after we got into the beta, introduced console streaming. The difference between actual xCloud and console streaming is xCloud is using their servers, like Microsoft Azure servers, to play games, th- those specific four games. Console streaming, all I have to do is I have to connect my console as long as they're on the same Wi-Fi one time, I connect my console to my phone app, and now anytime I'm on Wi-Fi or any other mobile data, Anywhere, I can right? now yeah I can now basically remote play if you know what PS4 remote play is. Mm-hmm. I can access my console on my phone, and I was actually playing Assassin's Creed and Dishonored. I tried Apex, and it works as good as XCloud, like running off my console. Like there is some lag. But it's playable, and I can totally see myself playing, like, Outer Worlds or, you know, like, After Party or something like that on my phone when I'm not at home. So, totally viable option. Oh, yeah. I just, I've been I've been getting in the Walking Dead uh, Telltale series. I completely forgot about that. But, yeah, I think that would work out really well on the phone. I, I tried uh, Halo 5 through console streaming and through xCloud, and they are... I couldn't tell a difference. They're pretty much the same experience. So I'm glad that they're, the console console streaming isn't taking a backseat because they said uh, console streaming is going to be the free option. So you'll be able to do anything you have on your console, be able to play that anywhere. So Game Pass, all those games. Uh, with xCloud, they haven't announced a pricing subscription or anything yet, but I assume it'll be similar to Stadia where it's like you can either – I hope it's similar to Stadia where you can buy a game – where you can play it on your home or you can stream it uh, on xCloud or you could do like a subscription service like you pay five bucks a month and you get all these games or something or hopefully if you're part of Game Pass all those games are free on there or whatever so there was a uh, a couple of new stories for Stadia last week that I kind of want to touch on because this works great but there is lag Mm -hmm. Stadia has said they're going to be doing reverse lag have you guys have you seen the story or anything? Mm. So basically, they're going to be using AI machine learning to predict what you will do, and it will render like three or four different options of your controller mm. input behind the scenes. Oh, wow. So let's say you're playing Halo, and you can either go forward, back, left, or right. It renders all four streams in the background, and whatever you pick, it instantly jumps to the one it's already rendered. Oh, cool. So the the more people play these games, the better it gets at predicting what people will do. Right. So the better it'll work. But that is like ridiculous. Like that that's that's ridiculous technology. Such an right ingenious yeah. way to solve that problem. I hope Stadia does a beta so we can kind of compare. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to jump in headfirst to like a founder's edition of Stadia and, and then, then realize trash. it's like yeah, really bad. <laughs> Plus, Google doesn't have the best track record of. Sticking through with innovations that they try things, maybe hangouts, uh, Google plus was that their social media thing? Yeah. Uh, their VR thing they just announced. They're not supporting anymore because no one bought it. So yeah. 
hit and a miss. Google has no problem with saying "fuck it," we'll do, we'll do something else. <laughs> right. Whereas Microsoft, I know, is like devoted to this. So, I'm excited for the future of streaming. An exciting area. Subpar subtitles. Wow. <laughs> Guess it's time for subpar subtitles. So, for those of you who don't know, we like to end the podcast with a game called Subpar Subtitles, where we basically take the idea that. Game developers like naming their games with the franchise colon subtitle, and that's S U B hyphen T I T L E. So Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So what I've done is I've taken that idea, and I've gotten one fake subtitle with four real ones, and it's your guys' job to figure out which one the fake one is. Uh, we've been keeping score. So Rick, what are these scores? Uh, we have Rick with thirty-eight, uh, Zach with twenty-eight on a roll. And get after it. And Chance was 16. Still enough points to win at the end of the year. All right. Everyone ready? Let's roll. Afternoon of darkness. Before the storm. Hats off. The Pumpkin King. And Halloween Hill. Ooh, they're Halloween themed. These are Halloween themed. On November 2nd. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll say them once more for those of you listening at home. Afternoon of darkness, before the storm, hats off, the Pumpkin King, and Halloween Hill. Zach, why don't we start with you? Let's go with D. The Pumpkin King. Rick? I'm going to go A, Afternoon of Darkness. Afternoon of Darkness. Chance? I'll go for uh, C for chance. Hats off. Okay. So now, the twist. So you guys have the option to keep your answers, and you will get three points if that was correct. Or you can choose to say that they were all real or that they were all fake. If you choose all real or all fake, and that is indeed the case, you will get double the points. The chance. Just keep my answer. Chance is keeping. Rick. Fuck it, I'm going to go all false. All fake. I'm going to go they're all real. <laughs> <laughs> Zach is going all real. Rick is going all fake. All right. Disgaea, Afternoon of Darkness. Real game. Life is Strange, Before the Storm. I've actually talked about that game on this podcast. Yes, you have. Real game. Hats off. Not a real game. Oh, Dang yes. it. Dang it. <laughs> the Nightmare Before Christmas, The Pumpkin King. Real game. Looney Land Halloween Hill. Dang. Real game. Dang it. So Chance gets three points. Oh, I'm, I'm closing in. <laughs> I'll be there any minute now. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can catch us every other Monday on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can reach us with any questions, comments, or concerns to theuntitledgamingpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us at TugPod on both Twitter and on Instagram at tug underscore pod we also ask that you subscribe and leave us reviews five star reviews for us one star reviews for every other podcast if you balance it i'll do the rest of the pod like this no you won't because then we can't hear you right god damn <laughs> 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 dumbass i swear <laughs>